0: Hey, welcome to Vine Church Fort Myers podcast. We are glad that you took time to listen. We pray that the message of grace empowers you today. God wants to accelerate our lives and bring blessings. Pay attention to what I'm saying. And bring blessings that were hovering upon our lives for years. We truly believe that God wants to bring those promises into place, into substance over your life this year, 2022. What, we are, what I'm daring to say is that what was held, was stored for maybe 10, uh, 5 years ago, God wants to s- turn into substance turning into real manifestation all those promises. Pastor John spoke about taking the Word of God and the promises here for you. But some of you guys have that personal promises, that Word of God you received years ago, that you lost even hope, you don't have expectation because it took so much time and you don't see things taking place but I want to lead you into this faith journey with us in order to give God what he needs to turn these promises into reality and what does God need from us say with me God needs one thing two hands high say my faith that's the only thing God needs. That's the raw material God uses to turn into substances his word, his promises. Are you guys with me? Say amen, everybody. So we want to feed this faith in the word of God. And today, I don't want uh, you think that these promises, this word of a year of acceleration will take place in a passive way, in an automatically way. You have to learn to develop a strong faith that keeps growing even in times of storms, even in times of crisis. And that's the title of my message. Bow your heads, close your eyes. Holy Spirit, fill this room. We want to receive the infallible, all-powerful, two-edged sword, sharp. Word of God that penetrates in areas in our minds and hearts that no one can ever speak. God, we, we yield to you. We, we create space in our hearts and minds to receive your word in Jesus' name. And once again, the whole church says, amen, amen and amen. So we understand that all around the world there are crises. Political crises. Economical Crises. Not speaking even the sanitary crisis. And we can also clearly see there is a value crisis. The world lacks values. And the reason for that is because there is a leadership crisis around the world. Do you guys agree with me? Come on, somebody. Like because of the lack of strong leaders, because of the crisis in leadership figures and... Uh, uh, um, exercising properly their role we are having this value crisis around the world but the church as is that expected is meant to be the solution for this crisis crisis in the families crisis in the uh, workplace crisis in the school the church is meant to be the answer Ephesians chapter 5 verse 15 says look carefully then how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, making the best use of time, because the days are evil. In other words, the fact that the world goes from bad to worse is not bad news for us. This, the fact that we are living evil days it creates opportunity for the church to stand up. We should make the very most of our time recognizing and taking advantage of each opportunity and using with diligence because the days are filled with evil. And people know that. And that's why I'm telling you, invite people to your life group. You can't invite people to church because they are open. They already came to the conclusion. Leaders, politicians, uh, uh, even like uh, uh, big corporations, they do not care for their lives they are looking for a genuine love that only the church has say amen everybody it is true times of crisis were moments when the church grew the most we want to be like this palm tree that keeps growing even when there are strong storms or even if there is a drought the text of today is in psalm 92 you can open your bible or follow up with me Psalm 92, verse 12, the psalmist writes, The righteous flourish like the palm tree and grow like the cedar in Lebanon. They are planted in the house of the Lord. They flourish in the courts of our God. They still bear fruit in old age. They are ever full of sap and green to declare that the Lord is upright. He is my rock, and there is no unrighteousness in him. Now, Paul challenged his disciple Timothy to be this palm tree leader, to be this palm tree Christian. He says in 2 Timothy chapter 4, in verse 2, preach the word, be ready in season and out of season. We're preaching so much about timing, seasons here. But as a palm tree leader, as a righteous that stand as a palm tree, we are meant to reprove, rebuke, exhort, complete with complete patience and teaching in season and out of season. Now, I want to prepare you for this time of growth. But we must understand that trials are inevitable. I'm trying to you be ready for a period of advantage, moving faster. But know that obstacles and problems will always be part of life. We should just use those moments not as stumbling block, but as stepping stones. Now, if you live enough, you will agree with me that the moments your marriage grew the most, the moments when you have your character most developed, were moments of crisis. Trials. You don't need to look for those trials. You don't need to seek tribulation. They are just part of life. Is any adult in the house that can say amen and agree with me? Just part of life. But ordeals have the potential to thicken our consistency, our density, who we really are. The point is that we can always grow. In season and out of seasons. And the symbol the Bible uses here is the palm tree. Now, I need to tell you, because we are prophesying this year of acceleration. And again, it will not take place automatically, passively. You need to have some attitude, initiative. You must set your roots deeper. Which, by the way, you're going to be the theme of our 21 days of fast, fasting and prayer. In three weeks, as church, we have this moment that we seek the Lord daily together in fast and prayer. Romans chapter 12, verse 11, encourages us, Do not be slothful in zeal, be fervent in spirit, serve the Lord, rejoice in hope, Be patient in tribulation. Be constant in prayer. Now, if you want to get your muscles warmed up already, your spiritual muscles, I want to invite you to join us from Tuesday to Friday. We pray here in the church building. Very few brothers know that. But we have a daily prayer meeting here in the church building. Maybe it's not the time you were expecting, but from 6.30 a.m. to 7.30 a.m., we pray every day here. Now, during the 21 days... We pray two moments together here. So get ready. We're entering to that in three weeks. Let's go back to Psalm 92 verse 1 again. It says, the righteous flourish verse 12, like the palm tree and grow like the cedar in Lebanon. Do you guys like history? Anybody here like history? So put the picture there. So maybe you don't know that but Fort Myers is the city of The palm trees. How many of you guys know this? All right. Most of you guys know the nickname of our city, Fort Myers, the City of Palms. Brief story in a nutshell. In January 15, 1898, this magnate from New York established a hotel here in Fort Myers to be a resort. Uh, His name was Hugh O'Neill. And he landscaped that hotel with these exotic palm trees. More precisely, the Royal Palms. And eventually, the Fort Myers Resort Hotel became the Royal Palm Hotel. Which started to name our city the uh, the City of Palms. But in the 1920s, the city began to adopt this nickname... Because one of the wealthiest, wealthiest independent women in the world, Tutti McGregor, decided to invest strong in the city. She bought it, the hotel and started to make some investments together with none less than Edson, Thomas Edson. So they partnered together to make our city one of the most beautiful cities in America. For you to have an idea, Thomas Edison invested uh, a couple of times to make the Riverside Avenue, later on McGregor Boulevard, this aisle that we all know, this street full of palms. His first attempt, he bought it from Cuba, 1,300 royal palms to plant in Riverside Avenue. Again, McGregor Boulevard. They all died with yellow fever. Then he tried to buy 600 uh, palm trees from the Everglades. They also died. Finally, he tried again, and now he invested uh, uh, 1,100,000 palm trees from Cuba, which now they successfully were able to plant. Most of them are still there. So our palm trees are Cuban The ones that you see in McGregor. Maybe you didn't know that. And this is a famous quote of Edson. He said, there is only one Fort Myers in the United States. And in his time, he said, and nine million people will go to find out. And this is true because maybe you never went to visit, but Edson's winter state is one of the America's top ten most visited historical homes in this nation. Isn't that cool or not? Now, I'm going to take this opportunity and already prepare the soil of your heart for what God will lead us in the prayer and fasting time. I want to share with you guys five principles we can look to the palm tree, like the psalm says, that we can apply and get ready for us to get deeper roots in the year of acceleration are you guys ready number 1 let's go back to psalm 92 again verse 12 the bible says that the righteous flourish like the palm tree say with me the righteous now which reminds us of another psalm psalm 1 verse 3 he the righteous he the righteous is like a tree planted by streams of water that yields its fruit in its season, and its leaf does not wither. In all that he does, he prospers. Let me hear a good amen in this house. Now, the question is, who is the righteous? Who are those that can dare to call themselves righteous? Second Corinthians chapter five, verse twenty-one: For our sake, Jesus made himself to be seen. Who knew no sin, so that in him we, everybody say we. We. Look to your brother say we, my brother. We might become the righteousness of God. Come on, shout glory to God here. Because maybe you don't know that. But if you are in Christ Jesus, you are the righteous one. You can dare to say that you are like a palm tree that grows in season and out of season. You can expect growth and fruits and always green and freshness because you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Let me hear again a good amen. This is very important. This is the, the beginning of our conversation. Now, the palm tree survives in areas where many other trees can survive. And why? The psalm also tells us why. Why this palm tree can survive? Verse 13, they are planted in the house of the Lord. They flourish in the courts of our God. Number two, we need to be planted in the right place. If you want to grow fast this year, you must be planted in the right place. And that is not any place. It has to be the house The Lord, I shared this verse with you guys a few weeks ago. Psalm 84, verse 10. David says, For a day in your courts is better than a thousand elsewhere. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of the wickedness. Now, what that means, it means that your time can be shortened. If you plant yourself in the church. Now please. This is not the church. This becomes the church when we gather together. But this building is the church building. That's why we are very emphatic in repeating this expression. I know some of you guys got used to call this church. But call it rightly. Because this is the church building. Because without you this is a basketball court. It needs only you to become the church building. Now, when we are firm and established in the church, when we make ourselves planted—again, not visiting, not a guest, not just an occasional attendant, but planted. Are you guys with me? Rooted. Now we can grow. The main growth factor for this palm tree, for this righteous person, is to be planted in a good soil. Now, again, I'm sorry, but I'm going to brag a little bit about ourselves here. I don't see a better place in this city, a better soil for you to grow than Vine Church, Southwest Florida. We're going to invest in you. You're going to be challenging this place. We're not going to let you In peace. Until you grow. Because we want to see all that the Lord had designed you. Destined you. Fulfilled. Now the question is. Do you see yourself planted here? Do you love the life group God sovereignly arranged you to be connected with? The place that the Lord planted you. Now when I speak planted. Once again. You have this sense of ownership. This is your house. So before complaining, before making a request of changes, you have the initiative to invest in the change you wish. Because this place belongs to us all. Say amen, everybody. Amen. It's very important I hear your amen right now. Because I know we are a work in progress. And I really apologize if you are not the best yet. But with palm trees planted in this house, we're going to be the best church facility in town. I believe that. I believe you're going to host revival in this place, conferences in this place, with a beautiful LED panel in the back of my... Hallelujah. You see the youth are all super excited. We're going to be able to really make this place a world-class place for our kids, for our youth, and our couples. Now, some studies found that Palm trees have this amazing ability to connect each other through their roots. They are united together in desert places. And that explains how palm trees can grow in deserts, in places with strong storms. Because one root from one tree sustains the root of another tree when they are close enough to reach each other they prevent the fall they support the drought they feed each other with nutrients that are lacking from one tree to another now i don't know if you guys ever visit lakes park this is one of my favorite places and there is a beautiful, I showed to my uh, father yesterday this tree. By the way, guys, my whole family, it's here. Finally, I could bring them all after almost two years not seeing them. Let me just invite you guys to stand up. Pai, mãe, Lou, Flavinha, Ju, Rafa, levanta. This is my whole family. The whole Fernandez family is here. And thank you so much. And I was showing my dad yesterday that in Lakes Park you have this palm tree. That is seven little trunks coming out of the same root. It's beautiful. It's my secret place with my boys. Because they they have this this ability. They, They understood that better together they can survive. They can strengthen each other. Which again begs the question. Where are you planted? Can your roots reach out to us? Can our roots reach out to you in case you face a storm, in case you are in a drought season? Can our nutrients reach out to you or you are so far off that we are not going to be able to even be aware of your needs? Number three, Psalm 92 verse 14, they still bear fruit in old age. They were ever full of sap and green. We're always fresh because of deep roots as well. Not only connected roots, but deep roots. And that means you must have that personal deep root. The more your roots are deeper, the greater is the palm tree, the righteous. To grow outside... First, you must grow inside. And that speaks of those those moments that no one is close to you. Is the room with the door shut moment. Matthew chapter six, verse six. But when you pray, go into your room and shut the door and pray to your father who is in secret. And your father who sees in secret. We reward you. These are the deeper roots. And it's very important that you have deeper roots. Your personal devotional life. Your time with the Word of God. Your 15, 10 minutes. You and the Lord. No kids, no wife, no husband, no leader or members of my life group. Just me and the Lord. The hidden life always comes public if it is genuine. Whatever you have in public reflects your hidden prayer life. Someone wrote, rising with a slender stem, forty or fifty, at times even eighty feet aloft. It's only branches. The featherly is no like, pale green. Thrones from 6 to 12 feet long, bending from its top, the palm tree attracts the eye wherever it is seen. But that beauty, that majesty, it is the result of deep roots. Number four. It's going to sound a little paradoxical here, but have spiritual ears to listen now. In 2017, in US 41, a hurricane decided to go from north to south. I'm sorry, from south to north in Fort Myers. The name of the hurricane was Irma. How many of you guys heard about Hurricane Irma? And that was my fourth experience. Now my third experience in hurricanes. So by my house, supposedly was hurricane proof. And we decided to test that. thirty people in a three bed apartment were, were watching the storm passing by and they are my witness that we saw absolutely every single tree being broken because when the walls of the hurricane uh, hits the trees they they bend to one side, but when the inside wall passes again, they turn the the wind on the, on the contrary uh, uh, direction, creating that uh, vector conflict that inevitably breaks the trees, but not the palm trees. And I don't know if you guys were here at the time, we didn't have any broken palm trees in the city. We had even those huge, even cedar like trees broken all around, but not the palm trees. This speaks of being flexible. This speaks of... The ability to move around, to keep moving, to not set your heart on the things of this Earth. But Pastor just said that we should supposed to have deep roots, yeah, deeper roots in the Lord, deeper roots in heaven, but not in this earth. In this Earth, you are ready to move out of it. In this Earth, we are sojourners. Let me sustain that with this beautiful symbol that the Bible brings us. Are you guys with me? Can you guys give me an extra few minutes here? All right, Leviticus chapter 23 explains about a feast that the the Jews were meant to celebrate every year. It's called the Feast of the Tabernacles. And this is what the Bible says. You shall dwell in booths or tents for seven days. All native Israelites shall dwell in booths, that your generations may know that I made the people of Israel dwell in booths when I brought them out of the land of Egypt. I am the Lord your God. So this is the image. For seven days, everybody, imagine the whole nation having a camp week. What an amazing feast. I would love to see this happening. It is an amazing opportunity for parents without cell phone electricity just to spend quality time with their kids. But the idea was to show to generations to come that they will never were meant to set their hearts on the saddle on the settlement and the comfortability of life. They said, "Look, the Lord is our God." We are only passengers. We're only guests. We're only sojourners here. That's why for seven days we're going to live in tents. Now, for your surprise, the opening of the feast we're celebrating in a very unique way. Verse 40. Leviticus 23, verse 40. And you shall take on the first day the fruit of the splendid trees, branches, of palm trees. And bots of leaf trees. And willows of the brook. And you shall rejoice. Before the Lord. Your God. Seven days. Now. A simple principle here is that. Leaders that are so rigid. With the things they learn. Then. Trying to apply now. Are failing. Because the. Problem solutions of yesterday cannot solve the problems of today. You guys agree with me? But there is another aspect here. The other aspect is that besides the flexibility regarding always keeping your heart teachable, keeping yourself flexible with the circumstances that come to you, also it speaks of the transient moment we are in this earth. We are living in tents. It is awesome to live in this first world-developed country, but you know what? My heart is not set here. I'm only living in tents. And the palm tree reminds me about that. Finally, palm tree is a symbol of victory. Palm tree, his leaves, its leaves are a symbol of ultimate victory. So despite your desert. Or even the strong storm that may come upon you in 2022. The promise in the psalm is if we are the righteous as the palm tree. We're going to grow. We're going to grow accelerated in season and out of season. In my house, I have this species, this kind of tiny palm tree that even after I my entire landscape with mulch, I don't know how, but the palm tree seeds fall into the mulch and find ways to grow. They are not weeds, they are seeds, strong seeds that find ways to grow. God had already given you the mission. And together with your calling, there is this vision burning in your heart. We preached about vision weeks ago, and I know the Lord already set some dreams, some aspirations, some sights out loud inside of your heart for 2022. Today, God wants to make you a palm tree, a righteous like the palm tree. Revelation chapter 7, verse 9. Let me invite you to stand up as we close. Revelation chapter 7 verse 9 After this I looked and behold a great multitude that no one could number from every nation from all tribes and peoples and languages standing before the throne and before the Lamb clothed in white robes With palm branches in their hands. They were crying out with a loud voice Salvation belongs to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. We are palm trees. We are in the winning team. Come on, somebody. We're gonna be like those before the throne, holding our palm leaves. Declaring that we are overcomers because he overcame first. Because he conquered first. We are more than conquerors. On that day, because we are palm trees. Righteous like the palm trees. We're going to cry out loud. Salvation belongs to our God. You all remember when Jesus were coming to Jerusalem how he was received with kids and women and uh, families waving palm branches to celebrate his victory. His victory that was portrayed on an apparent defeat on the cross. But after the third day, he proved we all who believe can experience such victory.